If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Hey there, thanks for joining the Business Life and Coffee Show today. If you're tuning in, I'm pretty sure there's a 99% chance that you're either staring at a screen or holding a phone in your hand. And today we're going to be talking with Tom Moliez, who is the founder and visionary behind iTruckers. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to visit his website and find out ways that you can disconnect and get outside. And we're going to share a little bit of Tom's story and how he founded the company and the value of being outside and connecting with nature. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. And so, you know, your company, iTrackers, is all about outdoor experiences and getting folks to unplug. Why is that so important these days? It's important because we've, we've lost a generation. Um, we, you know, the outdoors used to be such a big facet of everyone's life. And over the last 30 years, that's, that's gone away. Um, you know, with technology, with the more sedentary lifestyle that we're now living, uh, everyone's kind of chained to a desk. And then when you're not at your desk, you're on your phone. And when you're not on your phone, you're on your computer or your tablet. Uh, we've, we've lost touch with mother nature. And, and that in and of itself is a real shame because it plays such a big role in the, the health and the psyche of us as human beings. Yeah, I mean, I can remember as a kid going outside and every year we'd go to this camp uh, in, in the Maryland, Camp Schmidt, where we'd be able to do physical activities out, outside, do team building. But nowadays, children and adults alike, you know, we're stuck inside and the idea of a fun Friday is like Netflix and chill. We're inside and we're on our on our screens. Um, I just I don't think that that's going to be sustainable from a from a standpoint of actually being healthy because we also think about how Americans are becoming more and more obese, um, and it's because we're not outside and, and having fun and, and, and getting healthy activity in. I couldn't agree more. You know. It, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, the thing that sparks or sparks an individual's interest in getting outside is, is that life-changing memory. Yeah. You know, my life-changing memory was, it's actually the first memory I have. I was five years old, camping on a riverbed with my dad. And it's so vivid for me. And to this day, that is my favorite outdoor activity. It is my happy place, is when I am literally camping on a riverbed somewhere in some mountain. Um, and most people in today's day and age, this, this lost generation, uh, isn't having the opportunity to experience these things. You know, the accessibility to the outdoors is less than it used to be. Um, 
the time that we have to get outdoors is less than it used to be. Americans aren't taking their vacation days, which means we're not taking our families out. Yeah. Uh, uh, the elderly are having to work longer and longer, more and more throughout the years because the retirements aren't there. So the, everything about our life has shifted. And that's why we call it the lost generation. And so our role, what we try to do is to jumpstart that passion yeah. in nature. Yeah. And we do it through offering... Uh, a variety of uh, awesome outdoor experiences. Yeah, and, and for those that are tuning in, you can visit uh, Tom's website. It's itrekkers.com. That's I-T-R-E-K-K-E-R-S.com. And it's, itrekkers basically provides guided outdoor adventures for everyone. And I know that sometimes getting outside can be intimidating, whether you're interested in hiking, camping, fishing, and you're like, okay, I don't know how to, you know, bait a reel, or I don't know how to start the pro, start the propane on a on a campfire, or I want to go supping, but I don't have a board, or you know, all these factors. It, it, it seems like uh, eye trackers, you, you help provide all that and, and the guidance so that people can have those memories. Yeah, you know, it's about education. Uh, this is kind of a new direction for us, actually. Uh, <laughs> live breaking news on your show. Uh, iTrekkers is going to get a lot more involved uh, in the education aspect. Um, what we're realizing is people want to try our activities, but don't because it's intimidating, just everything you just talked about. And even though we take care of all that intimidation, it's still intimidating to go do it. Yeah, I'm and so this, we're gonna. Uh, I'm seeing the shark fishing experience on your. That that's pretty, inti- pretty intimidating. <laughs> it it's intimidating yet it's life changing and fun for people. Obviously, it's catch and release. We don't harm the animals. We do everything so by the book. It's crazy, but um, we're we're actually in the process of transforming our company to where we're doing more meetups and we're doing more seminars and educational pieces to give people that yearning and that confidence that it's okay to get outside with us, and then we're going to get even more people outside. And that's the direction we're taking as a company because it's like you said, people are, are intimidated and they're scared. And even though we tell them and we explain to them, we take care of everything, we got the gear, you just show up, have a great time, it's still, we're still not getting enough people out there. We're not changing enough lives. And so this is where the shift is coming into play. Well, so for those of us that are thinking, there are, there are two audiences here. There are people that are thinking about this individually and with their friends, but also there are people that maybe work at an office and they say, wow, this sounds like a cool team activity. Um, what are some of the benefits of getting employees outside and getting them outside together? Uh, great question. So when you get employees outside, there's an automatic bonding that doesn't happen in any different type of activity. It's not like we're sitting at a bar or we're at a bowling alley or whatever. Like we're, we're participating in something that's greater than ourselves. And that automatically, that challenge piece and overcoming those challenges as a team together drives that bonding. In addition, there are numerous studies out there that show that getting outdoors increases your creativity. So, for example, uh, they did a study where they took two high school classes. I believe they were in 12th grade. And one, high, one of the classes 
went outdoors for a weekend. They went camping. And then, so for three days, they were camping. And the other class just went home. And then when they all came back, they all took a test. And the class that had gone outdoors was 60% more creative than the class that had just gone home for the weekend. And it's that creativity in the workplace that then fosters new ideas, new ways to drive, at the end of the day, profit for a company. In addition to that, you know, the kind of the third rail of this is people want to work for companies that are awesome. And we define awesome by the experiences that we share with those with whom we work. We define awesome by, you know, I love my boss. He's so understanding and, you know, he really helps coach me and, and, and move me along. So there's also the play of the company being memorable to its employees. And the employees are making memories with the company. And that then helps retain, you know, your staff for much longer, which then reduces your costs. Yeah, I think that's key. Um, taking your, your team out and creating experiences that they can't get anywhere else. And more, more importantly for an employer is getting experiences that they couldn't get at another company. So if you as the employer are sort of the facilitator of these experiences, then people are more more likely to stay because they know, oh, this awesome company, you know, we go we go hiking, we go fishing, we go, you know, fishing for sharks, we do all these types of cool things um, together and our company thinks it's valuable enough for us to leave the office or meet up on a weekend together and bond and, and do these types of things. What's uh what's your what's your most popular popular experience? Uh, our most popular experience right now is a four-hour fishing trip. And that, and that pains me that that's the most popular. But it's a good way to get people to get outdoors inshore, which means, you know, you're close, you're, you're inland, essentially. You know, rivers and uh, bays and, uh, and whatnot. Um, so, you know, you don't get seasick. Uh, you get to catch fish. It's smaller fish, but we don't care, right? It's about that experience. It's about bending the rod. It's about learning to cast. Um, but what I want to become my number one trek, and the one that we seem to have the most interest, is our camping trips. Because, you know, going camping with your family can be an amazing experience or it can be the worst experience of your life. If you mess that up, your kids and your wife or husband is never going to want to go camping with you ever again. I can understand. The number of horror, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the the number of horror stories that that we have are just mind boggling. And what we do is we've created camping where we take care of the setup and the cleanup for you. And we even have a guide there to teach you how to light a fire. We take you on a hike, that kind of stuff. So this guide is basically, you know, there to help in any way and be invisible when you want him to be. So people just show up to, to this pre-made campsite. They get to go have a great time, and they get to really experience something magical under the stars, and then they get to go home. And you don't have any of the hassle, any of the cleanup, any of the work to do, because that's one of the reasons why people don't go camping. One, it costs about $4,000 to equip a, a family correctly, okay? And then the second one is it's the hours before and after that you got to pack and unpack and clean and dry and do all that stuff. So that's that's the one that we want to make like our flagship product. Yeah, yeah, no, and and that makes 
total sense. I mean, and we're we're living in an age in a business economy where a lot of the dominant markets or dominant companies are ones that can create experiences for you. Right? I think of I think of Uber. They're creating the the car. They're they're producing the car to take you to the destination. Or um, I don't know, like like Tidal or or or, or Spotify. They're they're giving you the music so you don't have to go to the record store and and purchase records and figure out okay well which one's the best one and and what's gonna get the party going so i uh i definitely think that it makes sense for a company um like yours to, to do this and for for people to you know hey go down to the florida area and, and, and get your get your camping done, it's all set up, you walk in, we'll teach you how to do this, we'll teach you how to do that, and you're just there to enjoy and make memories. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, thanks. I mean, that's, that's what we're about. Make access easy to create the memories yeah. that will then become the transformative experience that will then make you an, an outdoor advocate. Yeah. It's basically our way of saving the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. It, how so? How so? How, we are going, you know, like the whole woke thing. Well, woke outdoors. Yeah. All right. Get that outdoor bug, because now you're going to care. You know, if 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 you go outside and love the experience and love the connection that you're making for yourself with Mother Nature, for yourself with your friends and your family or your coworkers, then you're going to, you know what, think twice next time that, you know, you're not recycling or, you know, that the government's trying to pass some bizarre regulation to basically, you know, go against the people like it's happening in Florida right now and not buy up all this land that, you know, 76% of the population said, yes, we want you to buy more land to create more public spaces. They're like, no, nah, we're going to use it for something else. I mean, it's a constitutional amendment, <laughs> right? There should be, like, fury over this. There isn't. We all know we're supposed to save the planet, but where it boils down to is it's each individual person has to care. And if they love the outdoors and they love their experiences and they become more outdoorsy and more outdoor focused then they're gonna care and that's how you drive advocacy yeah yeah i can think of um i i try to keep a recycling bin in my house now and actually utilize uh, the yellow bins that we have for recycling as opposed to just putting everything in trash because uh, my wife and i we did a kayaking tour um, and we're in the, the baltimore dc area so we did a kayaking tour in dc and it's like oh man you know, <laughs> if we don't dispose of our uh, our recycling and trash properly, it could end up in a in a in a river like this. And I don't want to kayak in a dirty river. So it, uh, no, nobody does. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely get it. I definitely get it. And um, hopefully, our listeners are are even even just the conversation alone that we're having is uh, inspiring people to to think differently about how they they treat the uh, their environment and even advocating a little bit more for it. What, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be great, you know, absolutely. What's What's been a big, as an entrepreneur, what's been a big takeaway or some lessons learned uh, that you would share with our audience about starting and, and running your company? 
Entrepreneurship sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it can't. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> there was a uh, the, there was an Elon Musk tweet, and he said, you know, entrepreneurship has really high highs, really low lows, and no one really cares about. No one wants to hear about the lows, right? You, people don't want to know how crazy it is, but th it's true. It's true. There's a lot of stress involved. A lot of stress involved. I mean, you know, in that tweet, he, he clearly said, you know, there's five things in life that we humans do and entrepreneurs can only do three. So you got to pick. Like, it, 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 and it's true. It, you know, family is important to me. And so I have to put my family at the forefront. Um, and that, and, and that, Choosing that makes my business suffer because I could always work more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I choose less sleep so I can get up at five o'clock in the morning and start working before I take my kids to school at you know seven. Yeah. Like that's a choice that I have to consciously make because after five thirty, on most days I want to spend that time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, when I say entrepreneurship sucks, it's difficult. It's difficult to start a business and it's difficult to tell yourself I can fail and that's okay. That's probably Eye trackers has a, what's that? I was gonna say that's probably the most honest thing someone has ever <laughs> said on this, uh, on this podcast, you know, the transparency that you're, you're sharing. I mean, it's, it's difficult. But it's real, you know, like we all, we all think we're gonna, we're, we're gonna be the next Mark Zuckerberg, right? When we start a company and then, and then when you get into it, you realize, oh, wait, it's a lot harder than I thought. And there's a reason why there's a high failure rate. But if you believe in what you believe and you're testing it and you have the skill set to pull it off, and this is important. I started eye trackers. I knew nothing about coding, still don't. I knew nothing really about Internet marketing. My background was customer experience and analytics. And I got burned so many times by third-party vendors telling me how they were going to magically get me to this new level and all this stuff. Like, what I should have done is I should have gone to work for a company that had a similar type of a business model, and I should have done that for two years and learned the in and outs of that company and then started my company with a clear understanding of how maybe the outdoor marketplace worked or how internet marketing works or how, you know, creating email lists works. All of this skill set that I didn't have. And so, you know, if, if I had done that over the last three years of iTrekkers, had it just been one year, I'd be further alone than I am today with a lot less money lost. I mean, you know, I lost half a million dollars yeah. and had to start over. Wow. Well, I, I, uh, I equate getting a business off the ground with, with, a, with burning jet fuel. So when you think about an airplane, like most of the fuel is burned between getting the folks on the plane and take off because it just, it just takes so much to, to get the plane up in the air that most of your fuel is, is lost in. So, you know, that f f to your point about ha knowing your industry and having people that can help you and, and knowing the right tools and, and testing vendors and, and making sure that, like, they have examples and proof and all this stuff, um, people get burned, um, and, and it's just trial and error. I mean, I, I, I'm helping a friend now with, with their website, um, but they, they had a, a, 
a vendor that promised the world to them and they were supposed to deliver like back in November and the vendor still hasn't delivered anything. So it's like, you know, as we talk about sharks in the, in the, you know, the, the fishing experiences that you have, but there are also sharks out there that just you know, prey on entrepreneurs and you've got to, you've got to be vigilant for, to that. You've got to be on the lookout because not everybody to, has to take your to take yeah I mean to take your metaphor one step further uh-huh. since we're talking about sharks and fishing yeah it's as if start starting a business without the skill set is the same as getting on your buddy's boat alone and driving forty miles out to sea not knowing what you're doing at all yeah wow. to go catch a great white shark I I mean yeah. And you you don't know if you that's, have the tools in place. You don't know you no, know, no, drop that, an anchor. Like <laughs> that's no, true. you know absolutely nothing. Yep. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's it's learning the journey. Yeah. And so my biggest advice to any entrepreneur out there who's got a fantastic idea, awesome. Before you jump in there, go learn the skill set you need to pull off your idea on somebody else's dime. <laughs> Yep. I have a I have a an HR outsourcing company and the model of how I do my business is very similar to a company that I worked for. Um in the sense of like, okay, it was one one company that had one H headquarters in one location, but there were different sites across the country. So like I'm speaking to managers in Seattle, I'm speaking to managers in Texas, I'm speaking to managers in in Guam and in New Jersey and it's like you know, having that experience helped me to understand, okay, well, if I want to have an HR company, then uh, if I'm going to help companies in different states, I've got to know the state law. I've got to know the county law. I've got to know, you know, the differences between uh, California being a pro-employee state and other places, you know, being more for the employer and like all those different nuances. So I definitely agree. Find a way to, to learn that on someone else's dime and whether that's uh, you know working at a company or like volunteering somewhere and, and getting those skills at a at an agency, um, like a nonprofit, absolutely, and, uh, you definitely need to know because what you don't it's 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 like what you don't know uh, can hurt you more than what you know or what you think you know. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. And on top of that, and what you think you know, you don't know. <laughs> that's true too. So so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our assumptions at iTrekkers on our, like, we're about to essentially go through our third pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. we thought customers, we thought making it easy for customers to get outdoors is all that we had to do. And we thought if we, if we accomplished that, they would buy. Well, last week, you know, last month I had 600 people get to the cart and only 76 bought. 600 people went all the way through and almost purchased, but they didn't. Why? Because that we haven't helped them overcome the fear, and this is our new assumption, mm-hmm. the fear of doing it. So how do we do that? And that's what my company is focused on now. The uh, the fun stuff of, of running a business that that people don't really know or realize, you know, you gotta 
all these these business challenges that have that have nothing to do with your core like your core business you know solving those non-core issues can be almost as important as like the main thing you started your, your business to do yeah cool so um where can well i i i dropped the website itrekkers.com that's i-t-r-e-k-k-e-r-s.com uh how else can folks get in contact with you to learn more about iTrekkers, to learn about outdoor education and all the, the, the good stuff that, that they'll see in the next pivot? Uh, well, you know, check us out on Facebook, uh, iTrekkers LLC. Check us out uh, Instagram, iTrekkers Twitter. Obviously, you know, we're on every social platform. Um, but really, like, take a look at our blog. Take a look at our stories, our resources on our webpage. Um, and uh, just just you know, join our newsletter because we'll be doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so even if you're not in Florida, uh, we're, we have so much awesome information and content that we're creating. Um, you know, be on the lookout. Awesome. So, well, hey Tom, thanks for joining us today on the Business Life and Coffee Show, and uh, I'm going to be following you guys and, and pushing out some of your content and. When I get down to Florida, I'm going to have to schedule. I, I personally want to go over shark fishing. So I'm, I'm going to schedule something with you guys. Please do it. We uh, we had a trip go out yesterday. They caught a six-and-a-half-foot bull shark. Oh, wow. Are there, uh, are there pictures of that? I want to. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I can send you one personally. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, awesome. Well, Tom, thanks for joining, and you have a good day. Hey, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks so much for for letting me me uh, be uh, be a part of your show. Oh, definitely. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at JoeyVPriceHR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.BusinessLifeAndCoffee.com and our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.